Shande kitaya, mandere bo sunte ne brende basida bo sukade baba bade brodo sunte ne basida bo sunte kira baba reda bo sunte ne brondo sunta de katia do sunna basende ne ne masinde kretus katia do sunte ne brende ne mande kia rado sunte ne brende ne mande kira bo shande kinda basande kitaya. O rade sete de bosun tenebre de basekira basakaye de bosun tenebre de mande kitaya. O mare bosun tanebranda basende kira bosuna manda kitaye de baba. O zate de bosun de kindere boshanda kente de brondo sunde de ne masira do sukaye. Era da basande kitaye de bosun tenebre de ne mande kira basia. Rabasande kita rebosunde de de basunte kira bosuna mande kira basande erada basata yida basunde prende kira boshande kira ba erabosunta di brodosuna mande kitae de bosuna mande e katare bosunte ne prene masie de suna kande reboshanda kira ba erabasande kira bosunte ne brondo sukare basande o baseta yida basande kira bosunde de kiraba era da baba de brondo sukare basia de sinde prende sikende bosuntande mare pasande kirabo sunamande kia rendo suntende prende masinte de brodo sunta kiraba era da basande ketea do suntani branda kirabasia daba. I hope you're praying this morning. Mare katare bosuna bakae era basande kirabo suntende prende masakira bosuna bakae. Era basekere bosunte de brodo bosukare papa papa. Oh Father, it is you we have come to seek. Lord Jesus, it is you that we hunger for. It is you that we thirst for. It is you that we cry out for. Over. Cause our eyes to see you this morning, O God. Mare basande kira boshande kitaya. Era da basunte de frende basida basura basekere bosunte de. Era da basande kira bosuna bakaye de barni brodo sukaye de bababa. Rada bosunte de frende kira bosuna bare basunte de frende basinte de brondo sutane baba. E katare bosunte de frende bakira Oh, flood us with your light, oh God. Oh, Lord our God, you are the Father of lights. Father, let your light collide with us this morning. Let your light infiltrate our lives this morning. Come on, pray. Pray for the light, the light of God to fill your being this morning. Oh, mandi the light that was from the beginning, oh God. That darkness could not comprehend. We welcome you, Jesus, this morning. We welcome you, Jesus, this morning. Come and flood our lives with light. Come and fill us with your presence. Come and feed us with your word, Lord Jesus. 
day. Let every darkness that may be lingering or existing within or around us, oh God, Father, let it bow and surrender to the presence of your light. In the name of Jesus, let it bow and surrender to the government of your word, my God. In the name of Jesus, Mandi Brodosukai, let it bow and surrender, oh God, to your truth, Lord Jesus. For you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. Oh, Makanta Sinte ne produce Katande Basilema, Reba Sunte ne Kratunda Basande Kiadabo, Sinte ne Brende Kidama. Father, show us a new way this morning. Show us a new way this morning. Show us a new way this morning. Cause us to break into new life in this season of new beginnings, oh God. Father, cause us to break into the newness, oh God, of this time. In the name of Jesus, that which is locked in you, that which is locked in you, Father, let it be broken over us. Let it be released over us, my God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, everything that is an offspring of lies, everything that is an offspring of darkness, everything that is an offspring of deceit, my God, let it be uprooted, oh God, by your truth this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, you said to your disciples that you are made clean by the words that I speak over you. Father, this morning, we call for a cleansing and a purging of our hearts, our souls, and our bodies. In the name of Jesus, a cleansing and a purging of our minds, a cleansing and a purging of our hearts, oh God. In the name of Jesus, cleanse us, O God. Purge us, O God. Father, in the name of Jesus, wash us clean. Wash us clean, my God. Break down everything that needs to be broken, O God, so that the new life will spring up, so that the new life will be erected, Lord, from within us and out of us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Katira Bosunte, the Prende Kira Basataya. Oh, Matere Bosunta Kira. Oh, Father, have your way this morning, oh God. Let your name be praised. Let your name be glorified. In the name of Jesus. This morning, I pray over every person on this call. I pray over people that are struggling um, with unbelief, people that are struggling with a loss of hope, people that are struggling with heartbreak of any kind, be it heartbreak from a failed business, be it heartbreak from a failed marriage, be it heartbreak from a failed relationship, be it heartbreak from um, a failed association, be it heartbreak of any kind. This morning, I pray that the healing river of God will flow and it will, it will wash you clean. It will flow into and over you in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you because as you have said concerning us, this is our season of wholeness. Our Lord and our God, we thank you, Father, because we are made whole. We are cleansed and made whole. In the name of Jesus, Father, anything that steals our hope, that steals our joy, that tries to steal our thanksgiving, Father, this morning we address it by your word. We identify it by the wisdom of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
O mazete de bosunte kida basatae de basida bosunte de brende kida bababa. Father, we pray for a renewal of hope, O God. A renewal of hope, a renewal of hope, my Father. In the name of Jesus, a renewal of hope, Jesus. Let there be a renewal of hope. Let there be a renewal of joy, O God. Let there be a renewal of gratitude, O God. In the name of Jesus, O bare bosunte kida basataya. You know, I'm reminded of that scripture that we shared yesterday just before we started and we're still praying in Isaiah, Isaiah 43, I believe. Isaiah 43, 18. I hope you're still with me. Isaiah 43, 18. The Bible says, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That scripture says, listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. It says um, before that, it says, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. So there is something in our memory that keeps that keeps us locked sometimes in a place of constantly looking back, in a place of regret, in a place of shame, in a place of, you know, um, constantly looking at the things that we have evaluated as failures, as loss. The Bible tells us this morning that we should not remember those things. It says, do not remember the former things. And you see, because the word of God is a double-edged sword. When he says, don't remember the former things, and he's saying, ponder on the new things that I'm about to do. The Bible is telling us this morning that we should not remember the former things or ponder on the things of the past. If the Lord is telling us to not remember, it means that it is it is his um it is by his grace that we um we, we are he, he wipes out, out that part of our memory where we do not remember things, you know, because even though we go through experiences and things happen, things may come and go. What we have in us is our memory. That, that's what helps us um, um, refer to past um, experiences, refer to, you know, past occurrences. It is the memory of a thing that keeps it alive, basically. It is the memory of a thing that keeps it going. Many times, you know, um, you may have left a place or you may have left um, a community, but you sit down sometimes and you think of um, the occurrences or the experiences you had. Sometimes it's mem fond memories and sometimes it's um, not so fantastic memories. And you know, this morning, the Lord is saying to us, do not remember those things anymore. Do not hold on to the things of the past. He said, don't remember the former things. He said, don't ponder on the things of the past. I don't know what that former thing is for you. I don't know if it was even a fond memory. I don't know if it was, um, a, a bad memory, but the Lord is saying as far as it's in the past, don't worry about it. Um, the Lord is giving us the ability to ponder on the right things in this season because the, 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 the warfare really begins in our minds. The enemy is trying so hard to keep us in a place of hopelessness and discouragement. But I pray over you this morning as the words of, as, as the word of God is released, as the word of Elohim is released, that you will find hope. You will find encouragement. You will find strength. You will find joy this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And so I want you to just pray over yourself this morning. I want you to put your hand on your head 
head and declare over your mind and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the authority of your word, I declare that my mind remembers and ponders on the right things. In the name of Jesus, Father, days of hopelessness, things that have been considered as failures, oh God. Father, memories of regrets, oh God. In the name of Jesus, they are wiped out and washed out by the word of God. In the name of Jesus, I invite the power of the word of God to go to war, Father, with any memory that does not serve what you are doing in my life in this new season. In the name of Jesus, Father, let your word go to war on my behalf. In the name of Jesus, let the power of your word, Father, Rebbe Sunte let it deliver me this morning. Oh God, I speak to my mind. Oh, I pray over my mind. I pray over my brain. I pray over my cells. I pray over every part of my body. Oh God, you will begin to see and receive pictures from heaven concerning the future and the season that the Lord has called me into. In the name of Jesus, I will see the thoughts of God concerning me. In the name of Jesus, anything that tries to keep me in a repeated loop, oh God, by the power of your word, I break free this morning. I break free this morning. I break free this morning in the name of Jesus. I call upon the name of Jesus that is a strong tower. Your word says that the righteous run in and are safe. Father, I run into the authority of Christ this morning. Forgetting the things that are behind me, oh God, I run into the tower in the, in the authority of Christ Jesus this morning. Come and pray for yourself this morning. I take, oh God, everything that you have for me. I take my inheritance in Christ Jesus. I take my possession in Christ Jesus by the authority, oh God, of your word. I take that which is mine. In the mighty name of Jesus, my eyes will see that which is mine. My mind will comprehend, Lord, that which is mine. In the name of Jesus, Father, I will believe, oh God, what you are saying concerning me in this season. In the name of Jesus, I will not hear the voice of the enemy. I will hear your voice beckoning on me and telling me which way to go concerning the decisions that I must take in this time and in this season. Oh God, my ears will be inclined, oh God, to your heartbeat, oh God, hearing your thoughts, oh God, hearing your intents, oh God, hearing your desires, oh God, the visible and the invisible. Father, I would hear, I will see, I will perceive, I will descend, and I will come into it in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, your word says that Christ in me is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Because Christ lives, we live. Because Christ is alive, we are alive. Because Christ has received the victory. We walk in the victory. Therefore, Christ that lives in us gives us hope of glory. Our Lord and our God, we pray this morning that our hearts will conceive the fullness of your glory for us in this time and in this season. For us, for our nations, oh God, for our children, for our generations, oh God, for the earth, my Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak against every form of short-sightedness short-sightedness, every form of blindness, 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that every veil, oh God, will be lifted off, Father. Every veil, Lord, of separation, every veil, Lord, every cloud, Lord, that tries to taint our view, that tries to taint our revelation, that tries to taint our understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of your word, my God, we are liberated from such limitations. In the name of Jesus, let your spirit, Lord, let your spirit go to war. Father, let your spirit go to war on our behalf this morning in the name of Jesus. Let your name alone be glorified, Abba, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray over every mind, over every mind, oh God. And I plead the blood of Jesus upon the minds of your children this morning. The blood is that which redeems, oh God. The blood is that which purges, oh God. And so, Father, we declare, Lord, that our minds are redeemed, our thoughts are redeemed, our thoughts arise, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We are rising in understanding, we are rising in belief, we are rising in comprehension in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, no more are we pay, playing small. We are not sitting small. We are not thinking small, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are not transacting small anymore, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we declare that our minds are delivered, O oh God. Everything that you say concerning us, our minds have the capacity to receive, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. My mind has the capacity to receive your word. My mind has the capacity to believe your word. My heart has the capacity, O oh God, to believe your word concerning me. My body has the capacity, O oh God, to run in the strength, O oh God, that is released by your word in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive hope. I receive strength, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Strength to wait, strength to seek, strength, oh God, to commune with you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I hope you're still with me. Praise God. Um, this morning, I believe what the Lord wants to do with us is he wants to he wants to purge us of every every everything that clogs our mind so that we are able to come into true intimacy with him and we are able to I would dare to say make babies with him you know because it is through intimacy that things are conceived it is through intimacy that um life is generated. And in this season where the Lord is talking to us about building new beginnings, it starts with intimacy. It starts with knowing him. It starts with um, unlearning certain things and relearning certain things. You know, so the Lord is doing a foundational work in us in this time and this season. And it's no surprise that the, um, the word for this month is you know, we're focusing on Jesus. We're focusing on Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Praise God. So I'm just going to go right into it. Um, I'm going to trust God to lead us through this time of prayer um, and sharing the word. And Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and speak to us, to lead us, um, to instruct us 
and to give us clarity and insights as we stay in your word. Let our ears hear your voice, not the voice of man, Lord. Let us hear your voice and let us receive clear instructions, Lord, concerning what you would have us do and how you would have us posture ourselves in this time and in this season. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So I'm going to start off from John chapter 1. I want us to open our Bibles to John 1. The scripture that we all know speaks about Christ. Um, John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5. The Bible says in the beginning, I'm reading from the Amplified. It says in the beginning before all time was the word Christ. The word was with God and the word was God himself. He was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. In him was life and the power to bestow life. And the life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and is unreceptive to it. Praise God. I really like what verse 5 says. It says, the light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it. So the, the, the darkness could not even receive, it could not absorb, it could not understand it. It says it could not appropriate it and it was unreceptive to it. So it couldn't receive the light of God in any way, you know, and this scripture shows the magnitude, I would say, um, of the person of Christ, how big he is, you know, it says in the beginning, it says all things were made and came into existence through him. Without him, not even one thing that has come, um, not even one thing was made that has come into being. So we see that the entirety of creation is in Christ Jesus. And it shows us the authority and the lordship of Christ. And you see the word lordship speaks of, of it speaks of submission, surrender, authority, you know, um, Lordship speaks of he to whom a person or thing belongs. Um, it speaks about which um, has um, the power to decide and to master a thing. Um, it speaks of, of possessing or disposing of a thing. It is a title of honor that is expressive of respect and reverence with which servants greet their masters. And you know, greeting is not just about what you say with your mouth. Greeting is how you um, honor a person. So Lordship speaks of how we honor God, how we honor Christ. Um, and it shows that all of creation is surrendered to the Lordship of Christ. Why? Because it is in him and through him that all things were created. The title is given to God, the Messiah. And so you see many times um, people try to put the cart before the horse and they want salvation in certain areas without accepting the Lordship of Christ, without um, ac accepting his Lordship, you know, and it's interesting because yesterday, um, one of the things that PI mentioned was that you know, if we think about it, for most people, the, the last time that we ever surrendered ourselves to the Lordship of Christ was when we gave our lives to Christ. Um, other than that, every other area, we want the salvation. We want the benefits of salvation, you know, but we haven't given ourselves to, we haven't surrendered to the Lordship of Christ. And you see why salvation can be used as a template is because 
for you to receive Christ as your savior, you must surrender. It starts with confessing your sins. You know, it starts with acknowledging who he is. It starts with putting away the things of old and accepting Christ as your Lord and say, as you know, as the authority over your life. It, it, it starts with a surrender. It starts with, with an intentional submission to Christ and his authority. And that is why salvation, that template of salvation is what we have to use in this season of our lives. We're praying about our businesses, we're praying about our nations, we're praying about our children, our families, our relationships, anything, our finances. The question is, have you allowed Jesus Christ to be Lord before seeking the benefits of salvation? I heard a minister say um, not too long ago, he said he was talking about um, Jesus Christ as his as his Lord, he was talking about the friendship and Lordship of Christ, you know, and he said that um, um, how he sees it is there's nowhere his friendship will go with Christ that the Lordship, you know, there's nowhere his friendship with Christ will go that he hasn't allowed the Lordship of Christ to go. Simply put, how I understood it, I even put it in the context of, you know, Lord and Savior. We cannot seek the benefits of salvation if we have not surrendered ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. We cannot seek the benefits of salvation in any other area of our lives. Many times we see that, okay, we have, we've confessed and declared Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we've received you know, salvation. We've, been, we've declared that we are born again, but other areas of our lives seem to be unsaved. Other areas of our lives, you know, we look at it and we're like, oh, but I'm saved, I've received Christ. Why is this thing still happening this way? Why is this friendship still not saved? Why is this, you know, um, job still not saved? Why is this business still not saved? Why is this association? Anything you can think of, why? Have you really given it to Christ? Have you surrendered to the Lordship of Christ? What does surrendering to the Lordship of Christ look like? Um, fantastic example in scripture we see um we can even look at the life of noah when noah was given the instruction to build the ark i find it interesting that um it seemed like a crazy thing to do but noah believed god he trusted god he surrendered to god and he obeyed god and in the midst of the calamity of that day and that age and that time, even though everything else was consumed, everything else around him was consumed, what he had was preserved. Why? He was able to enjoy the benefits of salvation because he had fully surrendered himself, his thoughts, even the thing that he was going to build, he had surrendered it to the Lordship of Christ. And so he could attract the benefits of salvation. I want you to pray over yourself this morning. I don't know, maybe the spirit of God is even, or in fact, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your remembrance. Remember, this is a season where the Lord is saying, don't think about the old things, you know, don't ponder on the things of the past. He says, I'm doing a new thing. For him to do that new thing, ask him, Lord, what are the things that you want me to, what are the things you want me to reevaluate in this time? What are the areas of my life that you need me to surrender to you? Remind me, oh God, of the things that are not surrendered to you that you require for me to, 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 to journey in this season, my God. Open my eyes, Father. Cause me to remember, Lord, is it my associations? Is it my friendships? Is it the is it my conduct? Is it my character? Is it my mindset? Lord, is it the way that I, you know, um, interact with people? Is it the way I interact with myself? Is it the way I interact with you, oh God? Father, what are those things that need to be surrendered to your Lordship, Father? Open my eyes, my God, and help me, Lord. Show me, oh God. 
teach me, O God. Instruct me by your spirit, my Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, Lord, that in this season, Lord, where you are set to do a total salvation in my life, you're set to do a total work of salvation in my life. Father, let nothing be left out, O oh God, by reason of ignorance, O oh God, by reason of, 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 of a lack of surrender, by reason of pride, O oh God. Anything that will stand in the way of my surrender to you, my Lord and my God, I pray that you will deliver me. As I give myself to praying and fasting, Father, I pray, Lord, that every every weight, O oh God, that is not of you, Lord, every burden, O oh God, that is not of you, Father, let it be lifted off of me in the name of Jesus. Are there mindsets and standards that I have upheld in my heart and in my life, oh God, that I am not willing to let go of? Father, this morning I receive grace. I receive your grace, oh God, to let go in the name of Jesus. You see, we are making very personal prayers. I want you to pray this with all of your heart. Pray that the Lord will help you release anything that you are holding on to. Pray that the Lord will deliver you from any kind of darkness that is um, um, deflecting the light of God. You see, when we read from John chapter one, he said that that darkness could not even receive the light of God. The Lord has called us to be his ecclesia, we are his light bearers. And so we are the ones that should reflect his light. But if we cannot receive the light, how then can we reflect it? Lord Jesus, we pray this morning. Let your word, oh God, let your word go to war, Father. Within me, around me, let it pierce through, oh God. Father, let it divide, let it separate darkness from light in the name of Jesus. Oh, we call on the fire of the Holy Spirit to extinguish, oh God, to burn off, oh God, every chaff, oh God, that may exist in us, my God. Anything that keeps us stuck, oh God, anything that is weighty on us, Lord, that does not enable us to move with you, to ride with you in this season, oh God. Anything that stands in the way, oh God. Father, we pray for a deliverance this morning in the name of Jesus. Show us how to surrender, oh God. Show us how to surrender our minds. Show us how to surrender our thoughts, oh God. Show us how to surrender our desires to you, my God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You see, surrender is, it starts with the heart. And so, Father, we pray, oh God, and we commit our hearts into your hands, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you would even cause there to be a replacement of hearts this morning. For some of us, our hearts have grown so cold, oh God. They have grown so cold, Father. Father, if you need to do a replacement of our organs this morning, Father, we pray that you would replace them in the name of Jesus. Father, for some of us, we have become so, so we have become so hard-hearted, oh God, that we are unable to believe and we are unable to receive. Father, this morning, we receive 
receive light, O God. We receive light, O God. We receive light, O God. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit, let it warm us back to life. Let it revive us this morning in the name of Jesus. Let our legs, let our feet not be too heavy, O God, Father, to run after you. Let our feet not be too heavy, oh God. Let our knees not be too heavy, Lord, to bow, oh God, and kneel before you, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're taking our cue, like we, we've taken our cue um, um, from the template of building, you know, Building starts with a solid foundation. Another scripture I'd like us to look at is Luke 14, verse 28 to 33. Luke 14, 28 to 33. The Bible says, For which one of you, when he wants to build a watchtower for his guards, does not first sit down and calculate the cost? to see if he has enough to finish it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is unable to finish the building, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. 31, or what king, when he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and consider whether he is strong enough with 10,000 men to encounter the one who is coming against him with 20,000? Or else, if he feels he is not powerful enough, while the other king is still a far, a far distance away, he sends an envoy at ask for terms of peace. So then, none of you can be my disciples who does not carefully consider the cost and then, for my sake, give up all his own possessions. Here we see how the Bible likens building to warfare. And it's interesting because um, Jesus Christ is our template for building. Um, even just taking our cue from John 1 that we read from, it says that in him, all things were made. Um, in Colossians chapter 1, I believe um, from verse 15, um, it also talks about Christ Jesus being the firstborn um, of all creation. It talks about how all things were, um, consist of him. So Christ is an integral part of everything that is built. It talks about things that are seen and unseen, things that are visible and invisible. So whether it's a dream, whether it's an idea, it starts in Christ. It consists of Christ, the original template that you are seeking, that thing that you are looking for. Christ is the raw material that causes it to stand. Um, the Bible also likens Christ to the cornerstone. The cornerstone is also, it's actually called the chief corner or the cornerstone. And that chief corner is, is, is a stone. It is just in the corner, but it holds two walls together. And so we see that um, when it comes to building, um, it's like going to war, it's like going to battle. But the Bible says that who is the person that when he wants to build, he doesn't first sit down to count the cost. I likened this to the story of um, Nehemiah. In the book of Nehemiah, we see in verse one and two, Nehemiah was... Um, before he even went on that journey, the Bible tells us in, uh, sorry, in chapter one and two, chapter one, Nehemiah stayed before the Lord in prayer. He inquired of the Lord. And the Bible tells us that that season that he was praying, um, it was in the month of, if we put it in the Gregorian calendar, it was 
I believe it was in the month of November, December, right? And then when he stood before the king and had audience before the king, and the king noticed his countenance, and you know, it seemed like that was where the journey began. Um, it was in April, it was in March, April, or April, May, thereabouts. Um, and so we see how. Nehemiah spent time sitting before the Lord, um, considering things with, considering the matter before the Lord. He received the burden in the place of prayer. He sat down with Christ and he mapped out a plan and a strategy. The reason I say this is because it's easy for us to get excited with, oh, it's a new season, let's do new things and all of that. But many times we forget that it takes a retreating and it takes a sitting in Christ to receive the new thing that he wants to do, you know? Um, so a scripture that I've been sharing a lot recently is, um, the scripture about David encouraging himself in the Lord. David encouraged himself in the Lord so that he could wait on the Lord to hear what the Lord will say. What are we doing in this week? We're sitting down, we're encouraging ourselves in the Lord to receive from God, to wait on him, um, to, to intimate, you know, um, to receive basically the strategies that he has for us, to hear his instructions, to see the picture that he's painting for us so that we're not running faster than him. Um, I think it's um, also that when we speak of building, you know, the architect may have, or the skill, the craftsman may have all of the skills that are required for building, but you don't go and build anything that is different from the brief of your clients. You have to sit down with the person that wants the structure built to ask them, what would you have me build? How would you want this building or this structure to be erected? What are the things you want to see? Even though you have the technical know-how, it takes a partnership with you know, the one that has the vision to be able to bring that structure to life. And so that is why it's important for us to invite and to stay in Christ in this season. What does it look like? It means sitting back, asking questions. Remember, one of the things that we've learned this year is that prayer is not just limited to the words that we speak. You know, it is a place where we strategize with God. We sit down with God in the place of prayer and we receive insights and we receive, you know, instructions concerning what we must do. Prayer is like a changing room. We enter prayer one way and we come out a different person. We enter one, but we come out with more. You know, um, this scripture in Luke 14, it talks about that king that is going to battle. He considers how many men he has at his disposal to go to war with him. And you see, another thing that I saw in this scripture is that it talks about the one that does not consider and how a lack of consideration will lead you to constantly building um, uncompleted structures. Let's look at it again. It says in 29, otherwise when he has laid a foundation and is unable to finish the building, all who see it will begin to ridicule him. So there is the chance of ridicule, you know, every time we don't sit down with the Lord to carefully consider what he's asking us to do. Remember, this is a season of consideration, but we must be considering the right things, not the things of old, not the things of the past, but the new thing that the Lord is doing. How can you consider a new thing when you have never seen it before? How can you consider a thing of the future when you have never experienced it before. And that is why Christ is the template. Christ is the standard because all things, the old, the new. Why? Because he is the eternal one. He's the one that exists outside of time. So things that we are seeing on this side of eternity as new, Christ has already experienced it. When he died and he rose, uh, when, he, when, when he died and rose from the grave, what he said was, 
um, on the cross, um, he said it is finished, meaning that he had completed everything, meaning that everything that was and is and is to come, he has completed. So for us to be able to tap into it, we must go through the pathway of Christ Jesus. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding. In fact, I pray that the Lord will cause us to be patient with him in this season, that we will not be too quick to run faster than him. In the name of Jesus, we would understand what it means to wait. We will understand what it means to seek. We will understand what it means to stay in the name of Jesus. See, waiting does not mean being idle. Waiting does not mean not doing anything. Waiting means receiving and walking at the same pace with God. If the Lord says stop, then you stop. If the Lord says do, then you do. That is what it means to wait. God is not the one that waits on us. We are the ones that wait on him. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding in the ways that we have gotten it wrong in the past, that the Lord will show us how to course correct in the mighty name of Jesus. We will not be like the ones that set out and begin with excitement and zeal and inspiration and all kinds of motivation, but have no substance and not rooted in the truth and the light and the revelation of Christ. Father, this morning we pray for revelation because it is your revelation that paints a picture for us on how to build, on how to set out, on what to consider. Father, on the cost to calculate and estimate. Our Lord and our God, this morning we pray, oh God, for an outpour of revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. Baba, your word says that when we seek you, we will find you because we seek you with all our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, show us how to give our hearts to seeking so that we will receive everything that you have for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want you to pray for yourself this morning that the Lord will cause you to come into a new season of revelation like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, fresh revelation from your throne, fresh revelation, oh God, from your heart, fresh revelation, oh God, that we see as you see, we hear as you hear, oh God. We will not move move ahead or behind, Lord. But Father, we will move, Lord, in unison with you, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want you to also remember that building is likened to warfare. So it's not something that you do with your own strength. It is something that you have to do with the strength of Christ, with the grace of God. I pray that the grace of God is released over everyone that is on this call this morning, that in the times where everything around you may seem or may communicate discouragement to you, that the grace of God will show up for you. The grace of God will co-partner with you in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would experience the Christ that is grace. You will experience the grace dimension of Christ Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. One of the things that we learned yesterday, you know, was that Jesus Christ is the God of details. God wants to get into the details of our lives. And so, Father, this morning, we invite you into every detail of our lives, even the minutest, the seeming small details of our lives. Lord, we invite you, Father, to come and take control over every detail. We invite you to come and examine, Lord, every aspect of our lives. We invite you to give, Lord, your opinion concerning 
every part of every facet of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, God is the one that will actually sit down and count the numbers of your heads. That is how much of details he is interested in. Our God is a meticulous God. Many times we look at the big acts and we think he's all about the big things, but we forget that big things are an offshoot of small things. The things that we see on the outside, as big as they are, they all started from having a root. They all started with small beginnings. I pray that the Lord will help us to honor small beginnings, little beginnings. We will not despise them in the mighty name of Jesus. This is a season of new beginnings, new beginnings. But you see, new things usually start small. When God blesses you with something, most times he gives it to you in seed form. I pray that in the name of Jesus, we will have understanding of the seeds, of the things that God is placing in our hearts that is sowing in our lives in this season, we will not neglect them. We will not throw them by the wayside in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask for your help like never before, oh God. We do not want to do things the way we have done it before. Even though they worked, even though they did not work, we hear, oh God, that a new thing is happening, Lord. We want our eyes to see, but not only that, we want our hands to touch and handle that which you are doing in this season in the name of Jesus. Father, it will not be said concerning us that it was in the days of old lord that we knew and we experienced and we were in the center of your will no lord father we pray oh god that even in the now you will be glorified you will be lord you will be master oh god of our lives in the name of jesus you will be master of our situations oh god in the mighty name of jesus amen 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 i hope you're still with me the bible tells us in habakkuk chapter Two, he says, I will stand on my watch and set me upon the tower and I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. You see, reproving speaks of, um, it talks about reproving could mean um, correcting, reprimanding, you know, um, basically bringing correction, but reproving also speaks of arguing, you know, it's like banter, um, reasoning together. So reproving is an opportunity to cause correct and to make amends and grow. I believe that I know in my heart that this is a season where the Lord is giving second chances, third chances. The Lord is giving another chance to make things right. You know, um, and the thing about new beginnings is as exciting as they are, they may be scary sometimes, you know, because and that's why I read that scripture in the beginning um, to remind us that we must not keep our minds on the wrong things. When a new thing is happening, sometimes it's hard for people to see because of the things they have gone through. They start to ask questions like, how can it happen? How is it possible? It's not possible. It has never happened before. Or maybe the last time it happened was such a long time ago. So much has happened. I've lost so much. I've gained so much. I've moved on. It doesn't seem, you know, everything. It's like, no one even remembers me. How is it possible? You know, the Lord is laying dreams in your heart and you're just like, God, how is it possible? This is a time where the Lord is reproving. The, 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 the scripture says, um, um, I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I'm reproved. So when the Lord is releasing his word, he wants to see how we're actually going to 
sit with him and exchange with him. What manner of conversation we are going to have with him. If we're saying, Lord, how shall these things be? Is it from a place of faith or is it from a place of fear? Because in scripture, one person said, how shall these things be? It, it seemed like the same set of words that were said, but different mindsets, different um, um, heart postures. And one person ended up receiving answers and clarity from God. And the other person was mute so that what so that he wasn't able to speak or say anything that will taint or interfere with what the Lord was doing. In this season, what is the posture of your heart? We have prayed and we have invited God to come and, you know, reposture our hearts to come and purge our hearts. So be conscious of it with this new thing that the Lord has given you. Be conscious that this is a time of reproving. This is a time of reasoning together with the Lord. And so, Father, we give our conversations to you. Show us, Lord, how to come up higher in our conversations in the way that we speak to you, in the way that we reason with you, in the way that we commune with you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Cause us to arise on the level of Christ, Lord. Let us not stay in the flesh, Lord. When you are speaking to us, Lord, things, oh God, deep things concerning our nations, concerning our lives, concerning our families and our generations, oh God, cause us to arise, Lord, in understanding, oh God, in revelation, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to meet you at the point where you are at, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Reproving, like I said, is the opportunity to cause correct and make amends. And so, um, the next verse of that scripture says, um, it talks about writing the vision and making it plain. But we see that it started with verse one that talks about standing on your watch tower, it's standing on your watch and setting yourself upon your tower to see what the Lord will say and how you will respond. So verse two, which is the writing of the vision and making it plain, is dependent on how you stand. It's dependent on how you see. It's dependent on how you speak. It's dependent on how you interact with God. It's dependent on the things that you remember. It's dependent on how you receive and how you believe what the Lord is saying. What are you going to write down when you have not seen correctly? What are you going to write down when you have not heard correctly? What are you going to write down when your mind is still not in the right place? I pray that in the name of Jesus, we will see correctly. We will see accurately in the mighty name of Jesus. As we have prayed, so shall it be. Father, even when we go forth from here, oh God, we will be reminded of the prayers that have been made on this altar, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, our actions will honor these words we have made in the place of prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we would not be hypocrites, Lord, to the prayers that we have released on here, oh God. In the name of Jesus, our actions will not contradict our words. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the power of your word, let it sit and rest upon us, oh God. Let it govern our actions, oh God. Let it govern our thoughts, oh God. Let it govern everything that concerns us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, let it pierce through, oh God every part of our beings, oh God, until Christ is fully formed, until the government of Christ is fully formed within us. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. And finally, um, I want us to look at John chapter 2 verse 19. I hope we're still here. I hope we're still here. John chapter 2 verse 19. Praise God. You see, today's message is very personal, even for me, you know, because um, I don't know about other people, but I have also experienced some kind of loss in the past. I have also experienced, you know, seasons of doubt 
um, and unbelief. I have also experienced what the world will call today imposter syndrome, you know, um, in some areas of my life. And um, just realizing that it is such a lie and a scheme of darkness, you know, it's such a lie of the enemy. All the enemy needs to do is put you in a place where you can't see and you can't believe and you can't trust in God. And once he's able to attack your belief, once he's able to attack your faith, that's it. You can keep praying, but if you don't believe the words that you are praying, you can't move. He will take advantage of that situation and keep you crippled in a place of fear. And you see, fear is a bully. That's, that's actually what I call the spirit of fear. It is a bully. It, come, it makes itself bigger than what it is because it's actually nothing. You know, it just wants to play on your imagination. It wants to play on your mind. It wants you to think of it as what it isn't. And when you begin to believe that lie, um, you, you just give into it. You lose faith in yourself. You lose faith in God. You lose hope in his word. And once you are in that place, nothing can grow. Nothing can start. Nothing can move. But in the name of Jesus, today is the day of liberty. Today is the day of deliverance. That thing that is called imposter syndrome, that thing that is called self-doubt, that thing that is called fear, in the name of Jesus, we address it right now. We break the hold of fear over every mind in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. We declare by the word of God that we do not have the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. In the name of Jesus, we receive power. We are reminded that because Christ loves us, because God loves us and he gave his son to us, he will give us all things that we desire and all things that we require. In the mighty name of Jesus, he is giving to us goodness and riches, our inheritance through Christ Jesus, that which Christ has received for us. We are walking in it by reason of the love of God that he has that that is available for us in the mighty name of Jesus. And soundness of mind, soundness of mind, soundness of mind. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare that our minds are sound. We have the mind of Christ. We think godly thoughts. We think according to the thoughts of Christ Jesus. We think according to the mindset of Christ Jesus. We meditate upon the things that Christ meditates on in the mighty name of Jesus. Our minds are not below the IQ of Christ. When our IQ, our when our IQ is measured, Lord God, it will show Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. It will show Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. It will show Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Christ becomes our standard. We give everything that concerns us to the Lordship of Christ Jesus. We invite you once again, Lord Jesus. We will not get tired of inviting you at every point where we see that we have fallen short, Lord. We will give ourselves to submission and total surrender in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. John 2 verse 19. Jesus answered them and said, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Verse 20, then the Jews replied, it took 46 years to build this temple and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking of the temple, which was his body. 19 and 20 is the focus here. One of the things that was said yesterday is that this season, the Lord is doing a quick walk, you know? So it seems like all the momentum you've not been able to gather in the beginning of the year, all the strength, all the zeal, all the courage, 
all the ideas, everything that you just were shortchanged in or limited in or just couldn't come into in this month, in this time, in this day, the Lord is restoring the past, the present, the future. He's restoring all things, you know. And Jesus said, destroy this temple. In three days, I'll build it. I will raise it back up. And the people said, I, I, something that took us 46 years to build. So there was doubt. Why? Because they were looking at an old template. They were looking at an old structure. For them, it seemed it couldn't be justified. It's like, it's not possible. You cannot build something in three days, something that usually takes 46 years. You cannot build something in one month, something that usually takes five years. It takes a, you know, they start to give you facts and figures and they tell you it takes a successful business five years to do this five years. It's not possible for you to make this kind of income. It's not possible for you to reach this kind of height. It's not possible for you to break this kind of record in one month. It's not possible for you to build this kind of structure in one day. But remember, the Lord said, it was he that said, destroy it, and I myself will rebuild it. Jesus Christ said, destroy it so that I will rebuild. So this morning, the Lord is telling us, don't be afraid to destroy. Don't be afraid to pull things down. If it's a season of building, then it's also a season of tearing down. It's also a season of taking apart. Sometimes you need to take things apart so that new things can be raised up. And so don't be afraid to start again. Don't be afraid to start afresh. Don't be afraid to pick yourself up again. Don't be afraid when the Lord tells you, break it down. Don't be afraid to break things down. Don't be afraid to even... If the Lord even tells you to do it, don't be afraid to sit with him and ask him questions and say, Lord, show me how you even want me to take it down. Show me how to tear it apart. Do you want me to strike it or do you want me to speak to it? In what way do you want me to break things down? Ask the Lord for every detail. Remember, this is the season where God wants to go into the details of our lives. So do not deprive him of that honor of welcoming him into the details and, you know, the different parts of your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, we receive faith to break down in this season. We receive the strength to break down in this season. We receive the grace to break down in this season. Everything you are asking us to break down, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday, interestingly, um, and we're talking about rebranding of, um, of something. And um, it's interesting that for the longest time, the decision was, should we, re should, should I, you know, should it be rebranded? Should the name be changed, you know, and all of that. And at some point it seemed like, okay, no decision could be made. So a decision should be made anyway, because it just seemed like, okay, it's, it's best that, you know, we just choose what we need to do and just move with it and go ahead with it. But shortly after that, this person reaches out to me and tells me, oh, I had a dream about so, 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 and so, and I wasn't even sure when I had the dream. It's very interesting. In fact, the reason why I even reached out to the person was for something different. And then we got into that conversation and she said, oh, I had a dream about this, you know, um, and when I had the dream and I woke up, I had to first go and check who was associated with the thing that I saw in the dream. And, you know, she was like, I don't know if this is accurate, you know, and all around because I had some insights into what she was talking about. I was like, you have actually very spot on, you know, and I said to her, one of the things, one of the biggest issues in, you know, concerning this matter has been how to break it down, how to change it, how to tear it down so that it can be rebuilt again, you know, and she just made a prayer and said, I pray that the Lord releases wisdom, you know, and shows how he wants, you know, 
the whole project to be done um, and how he wants how he wants us to go about it so that we can arrive at his plans and arrive at his purpose. And just thinking about it now, you know, many times we, or sometimes rather, we think we just look to God to show us how to build new things, but we forget that even in the breaking down, he wants to be involved in it. So whatever it is the Lord is asking you to break down, don't hold it back from him. Don't grumble about it. Take it to him. Speak to him about it. Tell him, Lord, you know what? This one, I don't know how to break it down. I feel like it's something that I have known all my life. I feel like it is something that I have done all my life. I feel like it is something that I am known for and I am identified with. I feel like there's a part of my identity that, you know, tell him the insecurities. Tell him whatever it is that you think you are afraid of. Speak to him about it and trust him. Remember, it is about surrendering to him as Lord. If you don't make him Lord of that insecurity, how do you want to reap the benefits of salvation? If you don't make him Lord of that brand? How do you want that brand to be, um, you know, to be a fruit of, of, of your salvation or of your work with him? If you don't surrender that situation to the Lordship and the authority of Christ, how do you want it to, um, um, you know, um, produce the life of Christ in future? So even the breaking down, he wants to be involved in it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come against the spirit of shame. Anything that tries to shame us, oh God. Anything that tries to um, make us doubt ourselves. Anything that tries to make us feel small, oh God. Father, that is not your plan and that is not your thoughts concerning us, Lord. Father, we are reminded this morning that perfect love casts out fear. Father, we speak to our hearts and we speak to our minds and the conditioning of our mindsets, oh God. We will not be ashamed. We will not be afraid, Lord. As you are calling us to break down certain things, Lord, show us how you want us to break down. Show us how you want to war, how you want us to war in this season, Lord. The things that need to be taken apart and unto what shall they be taken apart for? Father, the things that need to be brought together, oh God, show us, Lord, the mechanics, the system, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do not want to do anything without you. We do not want to do anything outside your government. We do not want to do anything outside your blueprint. Lord Jesus, in the breaking and in the building, you are the cornerstone that holds both walls together. Lord God, help us to place you, oh God, in your authority, oh God. Help us to enthrone you, oh God, in where you should be, Lord, concerning these situations, oh God. Perhaps there are parallel seasons going on in the lives of your children and this time, and we're asking ourselves, how do we navigate? Lord, remind us that you are the chief corner. You are the stone that holds it all together. You are the glue that holds it all together, Lord. Show us how to surrender to your wisdom and your authority in the name of Jesus. Let us not be like the Jews that will count the years of expertise, that will count the years of experience, that will count the facts and the wisdom of this world and present it before you and tell you it is impossible. No. Father, let us be reminded that you are in the midst of us, oh God. You are within us, oh God, and therefore we will not fail. Let us be reminded, oh God, that you, oh God, your name and your authority is a strong tower, oh God. It is in you that we run and we have safety. Father, help us to find safety in your wisdom. Help us to find safety 
safety in your word. Help us to find safety in your presence. Teach us to trust you, O God. Just like Noah trusted you, O God, when it seemed like the most foolish thing to do. Father, show us how to trust you. Show us how to trust you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise and we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you, Father, for this morning and this time of prayer. We thank you, Almighty Father, because you have opened our eyes. We thank you, Father, for revelation, O oh God. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for revelation. Father, we will not be people that will be taken by motivation and inspiration alone, but we will be those that wait and watch for your revelation. We will be those that wait and watch for your revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this is a day of revelation for each and every one of us. Let your name be glorified. Father, let your lordship, Lord, let your lordship, let it reign over every aspect of our lives in the name of Jesus. Let us not be afraid, oh God, to start over. Let us not be afraid, oh God, to start afresh. Let us not be afraid, Lord, to pull down with you. And let us not be afraid to erect things with you, to erect new beginnings with you, to build again with you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will take our hands, oh God. Help us, oh God. Bless our hands, oh God. Teach them to war. Teach our fingers to fight, oh God. Equip us for this season, oh God, so that at the end of the day, we will not be found wanting, oh God. We will be entire, oh God. We will be complete, oh God, in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and all the glory. We bless your holy name, Abba. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you all for joining me this morning. I hope that you were blessed. I was blessed. Um, and I am actually going to sit back with all the scriptures that we've shared and the prayers that we've made. Um, remember, this is a season of considering and pondering on the right things. Don't forget everything the Lord is saying to you in this season. Write them down. Get a notebook for the month of August, get a notebook, write, 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 write. Your questions, your inquiries, you know, anything that the Lord lays in your heart, write. He wants you to, he wants to reprove you and he wants to see what you will say. You know, he wants to um, reason with you. He wants to consider things with you. Don't deprive him of that fellowship and don't deprive yourself of that blessing. Remember, the Lordship of God precedes the salvation of God. So for you to enjoy the benefits of salvation, you must be fully surrendered to the Lordship of God. May the Lord be with you and guide you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Um, we'll meet this evening um, at the Influence Hub. For those people in Lagos, the Influence Hub is in Oniru. Um, the details will be shared on the WhatsApp groups for um, 5 p.m. from 5 o'clock till about 6.30 or 7 at the latest, we're out so we can come together, pray and break our fast. And then for people that are not in Lagos and are in other parts of the world, you can join on Zoom. The details um, for the Zoom link will be shared on the WhatsApp group. God bless you all. Thank you. Have a fantastic day and see you tomorrow. Bye.